can't practice what you already are. So you can practice this other shit to make it a little easier while you're here, yeah, in this dreaming, for sure. But the idea, whatever's going on, the mental state is going to use whatever it is to imply that it's you. That's all we want to point out. And when I was younger, I truly believed, erroneously, that spirituality wouldn't be touched by that movement. I thought spirituality was such a noble endeavor, it would have an immunity to the mental states claiming I was wrong. It, I went started speaking at a lot of spiritual groups and I saw, I saw like drug addiction as spiritual addiction, basically the same fucking thing. And yet actually drug addiction is more fun because you, at, least you get a, at least you get a huge rush right now. Where here it's sort of like, fuck it. And it's just because they're spiritually civilized and they're not flipping out, but they're fucking pissed because they're not getting it. <laughs> and you can, you're gonna run out of masters soon. <laughs> so you can't blame them, yeah? <laughs> so, no, I, uh, I do it t to paint a contrast, but I have nothing wrong. I learned a lot of good shit I do today, not the last few days. And see, if I don't, see, for me, I do stuff like breathing for the body, because I'm getting older, yeah? But if I can't do it, like I've been on this trip, I don't give a shit. I go, oh, my, my whole condition isn't based on my physical, emotional, mental condition. But I'd like to see it a little better, yeah. No, I, I get that. I, I totally get it completely. Coming back to Ramana, you use Ramana as the grandmaster yeah. uh, and all that, and using that, the very problem, the presupposition of being the me. And he's saying, he's offering this tool or ultimate direct path, like the self inquiry, not to feel better for blood artery and no, stuff, but no. to realize that I'm not this me. That's right. So I would really love if you can speak a little about. But I don't see I don't see spiritual self inquiry as spirituality. I don't see it as spirituality here. No, because he's talking mm -hmm. about doing it in a relaxed manner, and basically, once you have a sense of being where you already are, you don't ask any more questions. And then if it feels like you've got, got lost again, then you ask, well, who is it that felt like it got lost? There's no reality that you got lost, but there's a belief you got lost. So he says, you pull it back by asking who is it that got lost? Because if you go this way, you always run into everywhere. If you keep going out here, you're gonna run into somewheres. If you go back, you run into everywhere. And then you see all the somewheres are everywhere. So you want to, the self-inquiry is really, there's one aspect of self now you've recognized, let's, you, let's say you call it the ego, yeah? And now, but you haven't recognized what's critiquing that sense of self is also self. So it's a, a little game of policeman thief. So the thief, you finally recognize the thief, oh, that's what's been driving me fucking crazy. But now you're driven crazy by the critiquing of what used to drive you crazy. So now, this, because the selfing is dualistic, so it comes with a package. There's the thief and the policeman. Some people get to see the thief, but they don't see the policeman. They keep calling the policeman themselves. It isn't. It's selfing. It's not you. So self-inquiry is you take the objectified self to ask the subjectified self, who are you? And they negate each other. Ding! And there you are. Yes? This, this self, and it stops and you continue. And their whole story is if they're you, 
how could you still be there if they stop? And you'll see them stop, and you're still there. Yes. Then, they get, and then you've seen the emperor with no clothes, and it's not a nice sight. It isn't. You know. <laughs> so, yeah, I don't see, I see, supposedly, I don't know who, I never met Raman Maharshi, but you know, he lived in silence for a long, long time, and, he, and no one was seemingly getting it, so he started to speak. And he thought the most efficient way would be self-inquiry, which comes from the Vedas, the earliest scriptures in the world. And he just said, all the other ways don't fucking work because you're going to be on them. <laughs> and you have to find out who is that you that keeps getting regenerated and implied to be you. Because if not, that you're going to be living from that you, trying to get out of that you, yeah, and it's not going to work. We have it in recovery. Self can't get out of self. So it's, I would put it up there with any, the greatest sayings of Ram Maharshi, coming out of observations of addicts and, and alcoholics who realize self can't get out of self because they tried. <laughs> they tried to get out of self as Paul. They didn't know Paul was an aspect of self. Then they wake up and they realize self can't get out of self, though Paul was trying for fucking 30 years. Yeah? He had to be seen as self for it to fucking really be seen. Yeah. So, you want me to go into these things? No, yeah, 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 I do want, but I have somebody, somebody here gave this objection and played it that was advocated and they, they couldn't say it because it blasted their mind. But then they said, they said, hey, so I get it, so if I'm not the doer and all that, so the me thinks is the doer, the thinker, the feeler, and the person kind of seemingly gets it. But then he says, well, that's dangerous shit, man, because then I can do whatever I want and I don't yeah, take see, shit. I, I fuck people up, I freak yeah. people up. So how about uh, accountability and stuff? Yes. If you can speak of that, and the person who is here maybe. Yeah, they always go there. All right. I love to sort of swap this around. Yeah. All right. First of all, the thing that's afraid of what's going to happen if it's not the doer is the doer. First of all. The second thing is, I'm very clear because I run into this a lot in recovery. Because recovery, uh, it, they, it's, a, it's a super important to see your role in things finally, or to be responsible. But if you look at an addict or an alcoholic mind, who's, which is very obsessive, which many of us are that aren't alcoholics or addicts, you're, you're uh, inappropriately feeling responsible for everything when you're young. Yeah? So like when I was young, my father got ill when I was six. And my mother sat me down and told me that, you know, dad's not going to be able to play with you as much as he used to. They brought the family doctor to tell me. And I heard it and I understood it. But how it felt was, what did I do to cause my father not to want to play with me? So you have an inordinate sense of responsibility in obsession with self. So the strategy is to fucking be as irresponsible as possible. That doesn't work because against self claims that. So you get into recovery, and the first wave of recovery really is seeing your role in fucking things. So a simple thing is like a guy punched you at the bar, and you tell 40 people about that story, and you look like the victim. You omitted the fact that you tried to make a move on his, on his girlfriend a half hour before. That was conveniently forgotten. Yeah? So then you get in, in sobriety, and then you go back, and you see your role in fucking things. Yeah? All right, so there's the responsibility. 
But that's not the end of it. Because when you look at your role in things, you're going to see something else's role in things. I like to call addiction a parasite or alcoholism, not a real parasite, a mental parasite, similar, very akin to selfie, right? So if I go back and look at my role in things, I'm going to see something else's role in things. And I saw it was quite huge to the point where I recognized that was represented by the word self, wasn't me. And that was the day in recovery I could entertain being free from it because I was bound to it by identification. I thought self was me. Yeah. The only way I could entertain being free was as self. That ain't freedom. Yeah. That's a goose chase, wild goose chase. So once I saw it wasn't me, the possibility of being free became available. And then something told me I had been trying to be free as it since I've been six years old. I've been trying to get out of self as self. I didn't need an 800 page book. I got everything I needed by that download. I saw it, I saw it in my life. Exactly, was, that's exactly what was happening, yeah? I was mistaking myself to be something else and living from that and then the mental objectification as that something else, I try to get out of all fucking day. Yes, that's the bondage of self. So here, I do, so here we go. I've, take, I've now made my amends, which we do in recovery. You do a list and you try to go back if it's not gonna harm people and you make amends to people. Yeah, so I remember I had a Thursday night in San Francisco there was a good meeting in a place called North Beach and San Francisco, very hard to find parking, yeah? So I would go there every Thursday, but I would never go down this one street because there was a market on that one street, one street called Rossi's Market. And I used to live in North Beach while I was using, and I would go in there with a long, like, trench coat, steel of 16, two 16-ounce beers and a flat steak, and that would be my carbohydrates while I pursued drugs, yeah? Stole every day almost for months, months, months. So I was realizing my old solution was never go by near Rossi's market. I don't want to fucking deal with that. So, but AA's taught me a new way of life, so I'm going to make amends. So I go to Rossi's market, walk in, cashier. I say, hey, is there a manager here? He says, oh, he's upstairs. I said, can I go see him? She goes, yeah. So I go upstairs, I walk in, I said, listen, I used to live around here. I'm in this program recovery. I want to make amends. I don't know how much I stole, so I want to give 55 bucks. So I go, that's great. Give me 55 bucks. I walk out, and I never thought of Rossi's Market again, ever. Ever parked there, did anything, yeah? So here you go, yeah? Responsible, responsible, made my amends. Okay, so let's say I'm living, I have a dog and my dog shits on the neighbor's lawn. He's done it a few times. The neighbor calls me up and says, your fucking dog shit on my lawn again. I go, I run over there and I clean it up and I decide I'm not gonna take my dog down that street anymore, yeah? But I'm very clear I didn't take the shit on the lawn. It was my dog, I'm accountable, so I clean it up, but I'm not fucking responsible. This is what happened when you see your role in things, you're gonna see the addict's rolling thing, the parasite. You're gonna see it, you're gonna see selfie. You're gonna see its role, and I'm telling you, it's huge. 
It's you. So I make that, clean that mess up. I don't have 30 years of feeling like I shit on people's lawn, guilt and shame. Yeah? I'm very clear it was the fucking dog. It's my dog in this world. So what it does, everyone pins its behavior on me. I'm willing to deal with that. Uh, but I don't believe it. I don't believe I'm responsible for the, taking that shit. And I never fucking will. Because I've seen the difference between me and the fucking dog. Even though my neighbor may not, but fuck him. <laughs> yeah, I cleaned it up and I don't walk by his house anymore. That's how it is. Yeah, I hear this so many fucking times. And for me, it's always the system that you're enslaved to trying to defend itself. People say, Oh, if I'm not, you've never been the doer, and this has all happened. It's not like you're gonna, you were the doer, and now suddenly you have the choice, I'm not, I'm not the doer. <laughs> There's never been a doer. There's just been doing. This message isn't something that came about like last night. <laughs> so we were all the doer until you hear the satsang. Now you're not the doer. <laughs> you know? No. Well, the pointing is you never were the doer. Yes? Never. So obviously a whole lot of shit went on and it wasn't necessary for you to have the narration that you were the doer of it, was it? That's what it's mostly afraid of. It's afraid of its own irrelevance. Yeah? That it's in, we have a story we use with the snake and the skin. Yeah? There's one event. It's called molting. This, the snake doesn't do it, yeah? The molting just happens. And the old skin falls off and new skin appears, yes? And so, all right, so here's the event. There's the snake and then there's the skin. And now the skin believes it's the snake. And it believes without it, the skin, the snake, fuck. It'll be all over, bye-bye, never, no snake, yeah? But, this, but it has a strange feeling it may be wrong. So when it gets, it starts sending the molting, to sensing the molting is coming, it starts jacking into the snake's brain, says, buy a lot of moisturizer. Don't go out in the sun. Watch out for that rock. Tries managing to control even more. Because it wants to stay on the snake as long as fucking possible. And so you're listening from, you're listening to this event from the skin's point of view. Yet from the snake's point of view, it's hallelujah. When the skin falls off, the snake doesn't stop. And it gets new skin, much more attractive to female snakes. You travel lighter, you don't get snagged on rocks anymore. See, but the, the skin has a megaphone because we believe it's talking as us about us. If you don't see it as foreign, you're you, I swear, when this thing hit me, when I saw self as other, the immediacy of, I can be free from it. It had been waiting pregnantly, but it needed that recognition. I had to see that it wasn't me. The being free from it was there, but it wasn't available until I saw it wasn't me. Because I was trying to be free as me. Every time I meditated for 13 hours in that fucking Thailand monastery, it was me. My head was arising, claiming it, and now I was the great meditator. It's fucking slavery. Then you leave the, you leave the temple and it dissipates so quickly. So what does the head say? You gotta do a longer retreat. And now you get into this fucking form of slavery that more is better. 
it's still coming from the same format. So you're gonna get the same slice of the same fucking solution that doesn't work. As Einstein said, you can't seek a solution from what produces the problem. Yeah. So what would happen is all your attempts to escape were truly based on you, there was nowhere to escape from. Maybe what you have believed has never actually come to pass. Maybe you've never split from the Godhead. You, you know what I mean? It's nothing happened like that. The worst day in my life I was seeing just as clearly as the best day. The awareness wasn't, oh, looking away. It was just whatever was going on had nothing to do with what's going on. Yeah, that's the beauty of it. I had the experience, I have the evidence from my third year of sobriety. If I was in the country, I spoke every Monday night for 16 years at a group in San Francisco. I meant, I, that's a lot of Monday nights. 16 years, 50 times is a lot of Monday nights. I walked into that meeting in a lot of different conditions. Sometimes my girlfriend had just split from me. Sometimes I was waiting to hear if I had AIDS, you know, because it used to take three weeks way back when you got tested. Uh, you know, sometimes I had sinus infections, sometimes I had no money. Sometimes I was really mean to someone a half hour before. All these things that should have excluded me from this thing moving through me had nothing to do with it. As long as I sat down there, something came through. As long as I was willing to see my role as the hose, the water appeared. Yeah, and, it, and the water coming through the hose has nothing to do with the hose's condition at all. <laughs> at all. <laughs> the hose's condition may think its condition has something to do with the water, but it was so obvious over 16 years uh, that it doesn't give a shit. Like, I just, someone asked me, do I prepare for these? No, I don't. I just walk out of the car and come here, and then I'll walk out the exact same way. <laughs> just because uh, you don't know how much stress is on you thinking you have to get somewhere. You don't know what it's like until it stops. You don't know what slavery in time and movement is until it stops. You don't. Because you've gotten, you've adapted. That's what the mental state does. When I was out there using, if my right arm was bleeding, I would just look left. That was my solution. I just wouldn't pay attention. <laughs> it's just insane. It's an insane fucking thing. And I'll tell you, what is addiction? It's just an extreme version of obsession with self. You have such a drive to get out of self that it produces being in it more and more and more and more. Yeah? Oh, it's insane. So, yes. Let me, you want me to read these? So, yeah, the responsibility and accountability. Yeah? Now, if someone has been totally unresponsible, let's say, irresponsible, and then tries to use non-duality, as a way of getting out of it. It never fucking works. I had it when I was in Australia. I was introduced to these ideas and my head was trying to take advantage of them. The idea of there is no Paul. So when my girlfriend was leaving, she said, Paul, can you do the dishes tonight? Clean up around the house. 
So I, she left, she came home, nothing was cleaned up and shit. And she says, hey, Paul, didn't I ask you to do dishes? There is no Paul. There's no Paul to do the dishes. And she just said, fuck you, Paul, do the dishes. So I had this phase of immaturity concerning the message, but it didn't last long by the people around me. They weren't gonna buy it, you know? So yeah, that's what happens a lot. And the guy was talking about spiritual bypassing. The head that believes it's on a highway uses non-duality as a spiritual bypass. That's, that's not the problem with non-duality, it's with the action figure. Yeah, so all right, so could you explain more on your term selfing? So selfing is, see I don't believe there's a self obviously, because that would mean it's a thing or a noun. And then you'd have to try to deny that to become a non-self. There's just selfing. So the selfing is the activity in one's head backed up by perceptual interpretation, memory, yes? And the thought system. And when you go into those systems, they're in the act of being identified as self. They're picturing you as a thing. Not as becoming a thing that you already are something, yes? So every time you go into memories, you're pictured as a body. You're not in the, you don't see yourself evolving into a body, you're a body, yeah? You're worrying about it as another form of remembering your body. The thought system constantly, and really it's not the body, the body represents the idea of being the thinker, the doer, the feeler, the seer, the taster, the toucher, yes? And it uses the undeniable fact of seeing, hearing, feeling, tasting, touching to make an undeniable assumption that there's a seer, hearer, feeler, taster, toucher. So it gets mixed up, yeah? So we, we know there's seeing, hearing, feeling, tasting, touching, and it tries to have a little of that rub off on, and obviously there's a seer. And if you listen to people speak, from the mental logic, the mental logic can't see a verb without a noun. It can't see doing without looking for a doer. So if it isn't me or it isn't Amelia, then it'll be God. There'll be some doer that's doing it. You just can't see it as rivering. You think the Colorado River is somehow is doing it. It's rivering, yes? So they're seeing, hearing, feeling, tasting, touching. The selfing uses that and all these other things, thinking and all this shit that's actually happening to imply there's someone it's happening to or doing it, yeah? So it has, a no, it has no relevance and it sort of gets it, the shine off of the claiming. Yeah. So that's what I call selfing. And see, again, like we shared earlier, most of us, would, if we had choice, would beg off becoming self after having tons of experiences as self, seemingly, yeah? But it never presents that option. It says you are one already. <laughs> That's the starting point. It's made up. There's selfing. Selfing is a mental activity that assumes there's a truth that never gets made. Yes. That's the beauty of it. This isn't a new way of getting out, it's realizing you were never in. Yeah? If you want to start from being in, non-duality will fail you as a way to get out. Non-duality is, is stating you were never in, basically. Yeah? That the fact of being awake has never not been a fact. 
you can seem not to be awake to that, mean it can appear to you that you're not awake, and it, and it can appear to you that you're awake, but either one of those don't change the fact that there's awakeness. Demonstrated by conscious contact, obviously. Seeing, hearing, feeling, tasting, touching, smelling, yes? Obviously. So, there you go. Let me go with these questions. <laughs> All right, what sign are you? Are you gluten-free? Of course. Who is it? I eat a lot of kale. Could you explain more in your term? I could, but I don't want to. How can one realize we are not this separate self? You can't, so get off of that. It's easy. You can't realize what you already are. You can realize what you're not. Ramana says it. I don't know if you like Ramana or not. I, I like him quite a lot. He says, what you are is always realized. So there's never a realization of what you are. There's a realization of what you're not, as what you are. And as what you are, you're always realized. You see, it's so beautiful. So, how can one realize that we are not the ego separate self? You can't. Because you'll be trying to realize you're not the separate self as the separate self. It's like someone said to me the other day, uh, is there selfing and dreaming? I said, yeah, when you wake up. When you wake up, the selfing claims to be the one that had the dream. That's what it does. In the dreaming itself, it wasn't, but it, when you wake up into the awakening, it claims to be the dreamer of last night's dreaming. Yes, that doesn't it? Yeah, of course. All right, so how can we realize we are the presence? Again, you can't. You can only be it. Yeah? You'd have to be something else to realize it. Yeah, don't you think? Yeah. I can realize... I've lost my keys because I don't see them. But how can I say I lost it? It's right here. <laughs> and then this idea of abandoning yourself to something. When we were out there using in San Fran, we used to have beaters, you know, like a $100 car. And then if one time on Upper Market we ran into a tree, and you would just abandon the car. They didn't have the good computers then. They wouldn't fight, you know, fucking just leave it there. Just walk away because it isn't you. You could abandon it. You can't abandon you. You abandon you not. So in recovery, we say, abandon the self to God. Yes, you're not self. You're not that. You can abandon it. You abandon that idea. You can. Now, the trouble is, you've got to watch out that that idea just claimed to be the one who abandoned that idea. But after you see it a few times, uh, its effects don't matter anymore. Seriously. If you see the trick enough times, it doesn't do it anymore. Though the trick continues. Yeah. All right. How can we realize we are the presence? How to have experiential glimpses about our true self? You're not going to have that. Again, you know, to have a glimpse of your true self, the true self, you'd have to try to do that from the false self. <laughs> <laughs> it's, sort of, it's sort of like they say, you know, the eye can never see itself because it's busy, it's constantly seen. And maybe you can see it in a mirror. So the same thing. Uh, what is the true nature is what you are. 
masquerading as what you're not right now. Yeah? Yeah. So how... Sorry, I have a question. So, I, I get it that you, you don't want to talk so much, you don't want to talk much, very little about what we are, and you, you talk and you point out to see what we are not from what we are. In my experience, for like 15 years or more, I was trying to reach the self from the uninvestigated sense of me. I tried all kind of shit and it didn't work. And I tried hard, I couldn't stop it. And then I met some guy who told me, dude, you are already awareness. Stop all this shit. And I was like, oh, yeah, okay, but can I do a little bit more? He's like, no, stop it, just stop it. So for me, it was very helpful, actually, that some real lion told me, hey, you are that. You are that, you are that, you are that, you are not that, you are that, you are not that. And so I have a little kind of philosophical approach problem with your approach, because you are not, you are focusing a lot on what we are not, which I find is very, very helpful. And I found very helpful personally that some real lion told hey, you are that, and that is not like that, but it's kind of like that. <laughs> Make sense? <laughs> I get the, the, get the sense of it, I don't like that way. Because then what you're not gets to conceptualize what you are, and uh, it just adds weight. I'd much rather see what you're not and find out what you are. You will, and you are. Yeah. If you put, if the head grabs a concept, uh, it, It's like when it stopped and you uh, pull out your pockets, you know, there'll be a lot of conceptual change. Yes, so I don't like that approach. I just like to speak about what you're not because you're hearing it as what you are. Yeah, and get used to the normalcy of that. Yeah, that's my feeling. But yeah, this is, everyone has different flavors. But uh, I take a directive, and that's what I go by. Because I've seen it. I thought I was, how I was introduced to satsang, not intentionally or not, was a constant emphasis on what you are, without much emphasis on the mental movement of claiming. And uh, I saw a big hole in that approach. So that's why we actually started to give satsangs, because I didn't see it was working. Yeah, because a lot of people get saddled with, uh, you know, all you are is consciousness, and then you're trying to feel that from a very small frame of self-centeredness. It doesn't do any good. Yeah. So, yeah. And I have a faith that you have tons of senses of what you are. They're not gone anywhere. You're right here, right now. Yeah? So, I'll stick with the other way. Because I feel... See, once you start describing it, you have to be an ear doctor to see how it's being heard. Because if, if what you're not claims to hear the message about what you are, it's gonna fucking neuter it. It is, yeah? That's what it does. It's not personal, it's just gonna rise up and the lion, the message of being a lion, even though you felt like a lion, you may be unaware that the sheep programming arose and now is acting as if it's the one who heard the message, you're a lion. Yes? I've seen it happen so many times. And it's very, very fast. And I feel uh, if you don't see that, there's no point of hearing about what you are. 
and I'd much rather find out about it anyway. Yeah? I don't want to hear. I don't want to... It's so revelatory if you have a... if you clean out that slate and you just find out what it's like to enjoy peace of mind. When you find out what it's like to always be here. Yeah? When you find out about it, instead of hearing a concept about it, yeah? Just to feel it in your own life. Because you're going to be seemingly with you and not with that other person or not with this person or that person. Yeah? And I don't want someone else's description of anything. I don't. That's why I've never listened to anyone speak other since 2000-something. Because I could probably understand what they're saying, but I'd rather be like an independent bakery. Yeah? Make my own little fucking deformed muffins and put them out there. And I'm me, not me, but I, this oven is being used. And yeah, so, yeah. I love the, I swear, you don't, the speed of this claiming, yeah. And it will, it will be more than happy to bypass being something with a conceptual knowledge of it. It much rather have a conceptual knowledge of it. Yeah, because in that sense, it can have it. When you don't have any of that, then you're only being it, which is incredibly efficient and incredibly light. You're like very pared down. You don't have much knowledge about any. You, all I know is what I'm not. Yeah, I would never apply that to what I am. Yeah, I'd rather just be it, yeah. Cleaner to me. Yeah, yeah, so. But hey, I was, I take it upon that people have come to something like this and had that hit or feel that resonance of where the lion roared through the sheepskin. Yeah? I don't think you need to be told about it. You already know you're a lion. Yeah? Yeah? Yes? So, we're speaking about non-duality. Well, vaguely. But, <laughs> does it non-duality... Uh, exist thanks to duality? Because no. If, if there is no duality, so non-duality cannot be spoken of. Well, that's not non-duality, what can be spoken of. That's a topic that can be spoken of, called non-duality. But non-duality can't be spoken of. It's a topic that can be spoken of. So yes, in the world of topics, non-duality, yes is a negation of duality, for sure. So it doesn't like... But not in, not in reality. There's no... Yeah. So doesn't life or spirit or whatnot, um, doesn't the duality serve it? Like, it can, I, I have it this, can, yes. I have this like, belief, I guess, or a thought that has reoccurred for me, that my experience... Like everything that I experience is actually life experiencing itself through me. Yeah, it's a good way to hold it. Yeah, and then I am, like you're saying, that hose, but yet I am hose and there is the water. We are, like, I'm having an experience as a hose. Yeah, as an action figure, yes. That's a good way to go. Yeah, it's still. But non duality is different than that. It's kind of like, I guess there's like a. It's hard for me to grasp to it because I am the host, you know, until I'm not the host anymore, which, which will come one day. Well, there's hosing. 
What's that? There's hosing. You're not a hose. <laughs> okay. So I am I hosing. feel like I'm getting I'm hosed. hosing until the hose disappears and then I will be something else. Well, who knows? Or, um, I guess I'm saying I will. Well, actually, the I that you are isn't going to be something else. It may seem to appear to be, but it's never going to be a something else. It's only going to be what it is. That's all it can do. Yeah? It's being what it is. Now, it can appear to be something else, but it's being what it is. Yeah? Yeah, so the non-duality is, is vaguely pointing to the duality because that which is implied by the non, you know, is indescribable, incomprehensible, not able to be understood, yeah? So as the action figure, a lovely way to travel in duality, which the action figure is doing, is to be like a hose and know the spirit is like the water. It's a very nice way to go. Yeah, it's almost like a, a model of the one of the cars. You have that car model, and it allows a traveling lighter, but it has nothing to do with the context of it all. It's just, would, that's, be, would it be of value to say that as the hose with the water traveling through it, I have, I guess, responsibility of what I am watering? You don't have responsibility there. I would say you have... Uh, your responsibility is just conduct the water, and you're not conducting it, it's coming through, yeah. So is there no value to intention? Oh, there may be, you'll have some as the action figure, but they're not that applicable, really. I mean, they are in your set situation, but they're not carved in stone. But yet, I am in my set situation. Yeah, so like for me, I have principles that I gathered through recovery, mm -hmm. and the action figure, works well with those principles and it wasn't working well before those principles and the action figure observed that the action figure does better when it's identified with something bigger than it like a recovery community it brings out the best in paul if paul was doing it it wouldn't bring out the best yeah so i observed a lot of shit, but i see this as dreaming the action figure yeah i see this as an event that's happening constantly happening, but nothing ever really happened. I don't believe this is real. I don't. I believe it's just like at night, except we wake up. This one, we haven't woken up. So we're not seeing this as a dreaming, because we're taking it to be real. I don't want, you're not going to cause the action figure not to take it to be real, but you're not the action figure, you see? So the action figure has its limitations, and has its ability of expansion. Like for me, meeting, becoming recovered and identifying with a larger group and getting into service brought out the best in Paul. But that's all happening in the dreaming. Yeah? Yes? It's, this, is an, a, this is a dreaming. Like it's happening, but nothing ever happened. Yeah? It's just happening. Just like when you go to sleep at night, it's, the whole day's forgotten, isn't it? Seemingly. And if you didn't wake up at night, you would have taken last night to be real. If you didn't have a wake up, if you didn't wake up to the wake dream, you would have never been able to say that was a dream. You would have been, that would be real to you. But it would be dreaming, yes? But you would be, your sense as the dreamt in that would be this is real. Just like your sense as the dreamt here is this is real. 
because there isn't seemingly waking up from this. Yeah? We have that seemingly waking up from the night dream. So we can frame it as something else. But when you were in it last night, it was as real as real can fucking be. Yeah? So I've experienced glimpses, let's call it, of being, right? Of feeling that non-duality. And then I'll give you an example. So, um, for example, tripping, right? And then I'm in this place and I'm like just feeling the bliss of everything. No, like I'm feeling that uh, being. The, the hosing. And then suddenly I need to take a shit. You know, I'm a human. I need to take care of the body. I need to take care of the action figure. I need to sustain it. It's so it's like it, I feel like the relationship is is of essence. Is it what? Is of essence. It has essence. Because non-duality is actually feeding off duality. It doesn't exist without it, or it doesn't experience without it. Uh, I don't see it that way. I see it more dreaming. This is dreaming. So if you want to, and you can give a meaning to it, like non-duality is getting a, a chance to experience itself as other things. But I don't go there. I just see it as dreaming. Yeah. And so in the dreaming, uh, <laughs> see like what's telling the story of feeling the being when that, when that being was dominant there wasn't any you feeling it that you that said it felt it came later right. yes so now that which didn't feel it is talking about that it felt it through the language yeah you see how bogus it is? Because it wasn't even there. That's why it was see that sense of freedom was from self. And then the self regrouped and now has a, an event called freedom from self it had. You see it? It's claimed it. It's like a big it's like a big game hunter got an epiphany and now it's on your spiritual mantle. And now it has it neutered because you think it was you that was there in this having a glimpse of being. There was no you having a glimpse of being. There was being just intervening on the you. Yeah. And then when time kicked back in, the you arose and claimed to be the one who had the experience. And it's neutered it now. Because somehow or another it's owned it. Yeah. And it's neutered it. And now you believe non-duality is, a, is a, an alignment with duality. And stuff, but that's coming from duality. Which is our perspective. What? Which is our perspective. No, it isn't our perspective. It's the conditional action figure perspective. Yes, but it does, that does not mean it's our perspective. I don't see it as our perspective. I see it as a manufactured perspective. You didn't have it when you were a baby, did you? You didn't, when a doing was going on through you, you didn't think you were the doer. Did you? When the baby, the baby never had a moment after feeling that being to be the one that felt the being, like we had after the event. It just doesn't have that event, does it? The, the baby is just babying. There's no sense of claiming yet. See? It doesn't have a memory of being. It doesn't have a story about being. It's being. Yeah? Everything to the dog. The head comes in, I'm telling you, 
whatever happens, and if you continue, the mental state is going to claim whatever happened, which had nothing to do with it, as having a lot to do with it. Yeah? Is it true or not? Find out, but it's going to do it, because it's mechanical. It arises. See, if that event happened with you, it was brought into contact with it. And so after it was unplugged and time kicks in and the circumstances changes and it gets plugged in again, it immediately arises and claims the epiphany. That's what it does, yeah? So if there was a complete beautiful land where there was no selfing, no action figure, it's going to arise and claim that land, yeah? It's going gonna, it's gonna to say it is a citizen of that land and it was never even there. And it will be the one who says, yes, I came back to the, to the group and I experienced my own absence. No, you fucking never experienced your own absence. You would be absent of being the one who experienced their own absence. That's absence. Yes? When people call me up and they say, I disappeared for three weeks, who the fuck is telling me that? <laughs> really? When you disappear, there's no noticing of you being disappeared. That's the joy of it. The joy of it is having, this is the assurance you have. You can have an incredible fucking peak moment and it goes completely back in the ordinariness and you don't give a shit. Because it's all the same. It's beautiful, yeah? It's called being rooted in dog shit awareness. It's beautiful, yeah? And I mean, I've seen it. I had epiphanies. I've had unbelievable, and I had people witnessing the epiphanies. I had people who saw it happen with me, yeah? And I saw, I saw what started to occur. I saw it. Suddenly I heard a voice and it seemed to be far away, like it was behind this rock. And then it seemed to be moving towards me. And it was talking to me, to me, to me. And then it started talking as me. It was incredible to watch, yeah? And it just landed on fucking virgin territory and claimed it. I got up, the remnants of the seeing was there, little like pieces of rain on a leaf. It was fucking mind boggling, but it all dissipated and therefore I had a story, yes? But beautiful, it was a beautiful free sample, but not the fucking doctored up version of the head, yeah? You and I, you, I don't care, whatever your experience is, I do not believe you glimpse being. I believe you are being, glimpsing this, really. I'll tell you the truth. Yeah? I do. So, yes? You all right, bro? Yeah. Oh, uh, good. Good to see you. Yeah? yeah. I have a question that I want to start with. I've been grinning for much of the last 30 minutes, and it's that lightness that you talked about. And I'm going to mask. I know it's not self talking about itself, but this reading is, this is Because people are in it. People are in the program. <laughs> That's what happens. <laughs> we make everything. 
we don't see we're the dreaming of this place. We think we're the dreamt or we're in something's dream. We're the dreaming. We're the actual dreaming of this place. And in that dreaming, there's a dreamt and there's an act of being identified as the dreamt. And as soon as the act of being identified as the dreamt is in place, the dreaming is taken to be real. That's the situation. Is it real? No. It's determined on the dreamt. Is the dreamt real? No. But it's determined on that dreamt. Yeah? Now, if you keep talking to the dreamt about the dreaming, it doesn't go any fucking way. But if you talk through the dreamt to the dreaming, that goes somewhere. Yeah? I'm, I'm believing you're appearing as the dreamt right now, all the while a huge dreaming is available. The whole talking is to the dreaming, not the dreamt. The whole message that is, to, is to what you are, not what you're not. Yeah? I realize it's pointless to talk to you about what you are. It's pointless because it reinforces what you're not. So I want to talk to what you are about what you're not. Which somehow you have succeeded in doing today. Well, fantastic. That's the point. And I haven't succeeded, but there's been succeeding. That's the point. I'm only doing what was pounded in me. I, I heard descriptions of what I am. It didn't go anywhere. It just made it worse being what I'm not. Because then I had a more weight to have to live up to. How does it look for Paul to be all I am is consciousness? <laughs> it didn't work. It didn't for me. It can, whoever it works for, it's great, but for me it didn't. So maybe I'm gonna have a small school, but the school is, that doesn't fucking work. Let's go negation, which is, let's see what we're not. So, yeah, so that you can finally have a hit of what you are while seeing what you're not. Instead of trying to look for a glimpse of what you are as what you're not, you'll glimpse what you're not from what you are, yeah. It's the same saying, but it's where the emphasis is. Yeah, and I, the emphasis is to change, it changes everything. To me, it's like the horse in front of the cart, yeah. So the seeing, what am I, people say. Well, I am the seeing of what I'm not, really. That's what I am. I am the seeing, I'm not the seer of what I'm not. I am the seeing of what I'm not. Because I can't see what I am. <laughs> I can't. Yeah, I can't turn in this, I cannot turn the seeing on the seeing. I can't, yeah? Whatever's hearing can't be heard. Whatever's feeling cannot be felt. Whatever is seeing cannot be seen. Yes? You said we can't see the light. You said when sometimes you feel that lightness. And you are that light. Extraordinary lightness. It's like, you couldn't make me see it, except holy shit. Yes, exactly. I, I, everyone's surprised, but I'm not because I know this works. I've, done, I've shared at so many of these and I've watched the lights go on and then you warn the people of how the lights are gonna get claimed and how they're gonna seem to be turned off when they can never be turned off because they can't be turned on. The light didn't begin and end. It just is, yeah? So you're importance is that, that is that things can or cannot be, it doesn't work with what you are. You're that, yeah? So there's no, all your little shenanigans, dualistic shenanigans don't work on it. 
Yeah, because it want, the, the dualistic shenanigans wants you to believe you're in something and then try to get out of it, which only reinforces the reality of being in. Non-duality is a negation of that. You're out because you were never in. It's sort of like the freedom is before the bondage, not after the bondage. The freedom is you see the bondage and you see there's no one that's bound. There's bondage, I'm not saying there ain't, but there's no one that's bound. That's the freedom from bondage. It's not getting released, it's realizing you were never contained, yes? You may have felt you were as that, but you're not this, thank God, yes? Because this, you're not gonna stabilize this condition. It's a house built on sand, like Jesus says. This condition is volatile. This condition is volatile. Out here is volatile. You're never gonna get the, the blocks in a row. Like if you spend three weeks at a retreat where everything is fucking controlled mm -hmm. and then everything lines up at nine o'clock Sunday morning, you know, emotional, circumstantial, mental, physical. Ah, but 902 comes. <laughs> Oh, there's a leak in the fucking bath, you know, the toilet, in your fucking lovely little room. You know what I mean? Or you miss lunch, motherfucker. I saw it once, I was on a retreat, and you could go different variant, uh, various times, yep. It was a uh, silent retreat, but you spoke with the teacher, and there was different teachers in the morning. All right, so I was on the, like, the 11th or 12th day, and you had to do about, you were doing about 13 hours, like seven hours sitting, six hours walking meditation. Or well, I did Qigong, you know, Tai Chi and shit. So, and they had uh, every three meals a day. You know, we used to call it the upper middle way. It was a very high end <laughs> rehab, we, uh, <laughs> fucking Buddhist place. So, it was three meals a day, great food. And so, and at six o'clock with dinner, and they ring a bell, and there's all these people like, look like two legged grazers, you know, they're all walking around the hills. And they come in, and, you know, and very peaceful, yeah, everyone's... And suddenly this one night, I got there first, this one night they put out ice cream. Oh, it was fucking beautiful. The people start walking in like this, and then they see the ice cream. And you could see the fucking wheels going. Some of them went right there and got an ice cream, went to their thing, and then got back and got the food. You know what I mean? Everyone had a strategy. The 12 days were gone. All the fucking circumstantial peace was gone by an ice cream sighting. Give me a fucking break. How you, you're going to have to have it so controlled to keep the blocks all aligned and not have anything knock them over. And you know what? Life's going to, you're going to be the butt of the joke and something's going to come and knock it over because that's what's going to su be successful for you when you fucking give up these measures to try to be what you already are. It was unbelievable, really. I watched so many of them come in. It was great. And someone went back twice. I was, they, they forgo, they, they gave up on the food and they just ate ice cream. <laughs> 12 hours, 12 days of putting it meticulously on. One, oh, I, <laughs> how are you going to be relaxed and enjoy peace of mind when you believe in time and what's going to happen tomorrow? How can you enjoy peace of mind in time? You can't, because you are in a condition now, but your head says you may not be tomorrow. That's not fucking peace. Peace is from something. 
Yeah. That which wants to get peace so badly is what you're free from. You get freed from the need to be liberated. That's what you get freed from. You lose interest in all this shit. And then you're okay. And then suddenly, for the first time, maybe since my grandmother died, the atmosphere of this little action figure bubble was full of acceptance. I was okay no matter what. If I fuck up, I fuck up, I make amends. It wasn't like, get better, move ahead, because you were so bad for so long, now you've got to be so good for so long. It was slavery. Fucking, it was slavery when I was doing drugs, it was slavery when I got into recovery. Yeah? This is, I'm not into, you know. This is about, hey, if I want to improve myself, let's start with I'm okay, and then go off on your improving. But if I'm improving against the fucking wall of I'm not okay, you're just feeding more and more into it, yeah? I've seen people in recovery, I have to tell them to stop doing inventories. They were doing inventories all the fucking time, going over every, you're not that fucking important. Yeah? Enjoy recovery. Like, be a free range alcoholic, you know? Chill out. Yeah. Yeah. You're not going to pin it on me. If you really look at how we speak, it's crazy. Because someone says, I have alcoholism. But really, it was alcoholism had you. It wasn't like you had alcoholism. Alcoholism had you. Anger has you. Jealousy has you. You don't have jealousy. It has you. Basically, you're up for grabs a lot of the time. And a lot of shit moves through and takes you. It does. And then you're left with the charges. You do. You are. There's no courtroom that has set the precedent there's no self. So <laughs> if you kill somebody, you're going to jail. Yeah. But this thing, there is a solution. And the solution is there is no problem, really. There's lots of problems, but there is no problem. Yes? Lots of problems during the day, but there is no problem. Or you can be, you know, try to cut down thousands of trees, or just make peace with the trees by seeing the forest. Really. Yeah? Yeah. Yes, bro. Uh, hey, guys. Nice to see you. Hey, Richard, I may need to have some people. I'm going to send some contracts. Some people in Grass Valley I want snuffed out. Uh, <laughs> got my enforcer on the Zoom. Um, I guess what you were just saying about um, just like to start with being okay. Um, how do you do that? When, you know, like for me, personally, yes. it's like I'm, I, I'm aware right now that I'm stuck in the bottom of the self. Yes. And, and I, I, you know, I'm not desperately wanting to grasp this concept. I, I grasp the concept, but I'm still... Well, then you need to do, it's sort of like this. No, no, but it's like I'm, I'm grasping the concept, but I'm aware that I'm stuck in the bottom of the self. And right. I'm trying this free-range alcoholic thing, and it's not fucking working. No, it's not going to. So what you have to do... There's level confusion, yes? So, yes. So let's say there's the guy in the house. The house is on fire. He's getting burnt. He's not going to be able to apply 
there is no house and no fire as a solution to that situation. He needs to find where the nearest pail of water is. You need a way of life. You need a way of life with sound principles and a let get this action figure subdued and fucking put on the straight and narrow for a while and then the mind will be free to lift off of it, yeah? We're in Rome, you gotta do as the Romans do. Non-duality is not gonna take the place of a way of life, it isn't. It will illuminate that way of life but you need a way of life because you, you may have an active aspect of alcoholism or addiction. Yeah, that parasite isn't going to be uh, swayed by a philosophy. It isn't. You've got to do something. You've got to use the thing it's claiming to be to undo the shit it's doing. Yeah, yeah. it almost like, yeah, it's like a sickness. It's like, you know, I'm aware that I am indescribable. Yes. I'm also aware that there's a fucking parasite inside of me. Like, I feel like I'm, a, I'm just floating on a fucking dinghy. Well, you do have something, though. Call me up and stuff, and there's communities. Yeah? Yeah. Why in this life was, it seems like in this life of time, that had to be corrected first, then the entertaining of non-duality came after. I mean, I got struck sober before I got introduced to non-duality. I don't see too many coke fiends meditating, you know what I mean? No. You're looking Oh, yeah. <laughs> well, there you go. That's not going to work. <laughs> you know? Forget yeah, your... Come, just... Um, yeah, a lot of times we miss the elephant in the room, you know? And if you don't deal with that, uh, the other shit ain't going to work. So, yeah, I think it's overdue. If you call me or something, there's people here... Maybe you can get to a Zoom meeting of recovery, like we have them on Tuesdays and Thursdays, and there's a fellowship there after the meeting, and ask some people to help you and talk with you. Yeah? Yeah. Because, see, if you're fucked up, then the way the action figure is going to look at non-duality isn't as an imitation. It's going to look at it as a fucking way to get out of itself. It doesn't work that way. This can't be used as a tool by the action figure. It's sort of like a, a desert tortoise in, uh, gets approached by a coyote and it sucks itself in and the coyote walks around to see how it can get to the meat and then it gets bored because it can't, yeah? That's sort of like, like non-duality when the mental state wants to use it as a way out, yeah? It's not a, it's like the butterfly lands when you're not trying to grab it. I'm just the way it seems to work here. So you need to address that fucking parasite with a way of life. Yeah? Seriously. And see, I can see you would love to replace it with this, but it, obviously it ain't working. So first things first. This is, non-duality isn't going anywhere. Yeah? No. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, I've seen a lot of people like you, you know, coming in. Uh, that's why I talked to you yesterday. I could see it, obviously. So, yeah, my suggestion would be your house is on fire. You need to find a pail of water, not just once, but where there's a big water availability, day in and day out. Yeah? Then you put out the fires, and then maybe you can start seeing, well, it seems like I'm at a lot of fires. 
maybe I'm a fire starter, you know? <laughs> and then they'll take you somewhere else. And, yeah. Yeah? and then that which you're trying to get uh, will be understood without effort or thought. It will, that's how it comes. Yeah? I had to be totally exhausted when I heard this message, I had tried, you know, I sat for a long time meditating and I had tons of epiphanies and fucking things. Yet the basic format never changed. So, uh, you know, I knew that didn't work. And then something showed up and, and gave me the, you know, the invitation of non-duality. Yeah. And I entertained it. And it was, you know, it explained everything really to me, yeah? But I didn't have a lot of dogs nipping at my heels because I was sober. I wasn't under, I didn't have any outstanding warrants, didn't uh, owe tons of money. I was just, the, the way of life had taken care of the action figure, so it didn't demand so much attention. So that uh, attention could freely move somewhere else. Yeah? When you're trying to get the attention off it, it doesn't work. Yeah? It just lifts off it. So yeah, get, put first things first would be my suggestion. You can call me and come Tuesday on Zoom, 10.30 to 12, and some of the people here will be there. and uh, You can speak to some people. and We've all been at different locations. Yeah. Yeah. Anywhere, anyone else? At what time is it? When did we start? One? All right. Hey, is everyone happy in here? Oh, there's Glenda. Glenda O'Driscoll. Yeah. Everyone, Lee. I'm doing a, a I don't know what I'm doing here, but uh, yeah. We're having a Zoom while we're doing this with other people. Nice to see everyone. Hank, we'll get to you in a minute, whatever. Hey, uh, you want to pass the basket and stuff? And yeah. Just, and we'll end, right? Yeah, let's get out in the sun. It's beautiful. You want to turn them? We see them say hello? No, yeah, let's... Uh, oh, can they see them? Yes, everyone, yes, yes. And we have... One thing on that topic you were just on. Yeah. From my experience, the people that I know who have gotten to writing best with each other of you, um, they all get that sobriety came first. Yes. And it's not why I'm in the program. I'm sober so that I can do everything else I do in my life. But they're in pain until the sobriety starts it. And then I get to see where I want to go from. Yes, yes, because it's too chaotic here. It's, uh, see it? The knots, the self-doubt, It's like, the point is, in there, it's not things are obscuring you. You're the obscuring. The volatility is so extreme, there's no seeing clear. Yeah? Yeah. Uh, yeah, and we have books in the back. We got one on, uh, why don't you take that one under arrest? Just take one of those books. They talk about this kind of idea in the 12 steps, called under arrest, yeah. And, uh, yeah, anyone else questions? No? So, I'm kind of feeling like I need to get, I don't have that problem, but maybe I need to get involved with the 12-step program. Yeah, why don't you try it? Yeah. yeah, yeah, just come, if you want to come Tuesday, 
we have a Zoom, you just go through the website, and there's people after it that will talk or to you and stuff. So. What? Or even our local. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The 12 steps is very, very good to, uh, yeah, <laughs> uh, yeah. <laughs> See, the weird thing with me is like when I was 19 or 20, when I was 17, I, was, uh, I had a lot of major charges against me. So they put me in a pre-probation program from 17 to 20. And then at 20, I met a guru, yeah? And now, there I was, totally fucked up, but wanting to know God at that point was sufficient enough to keep me sober. I maybe had two Heinekens in four years. I was really keen on meditating and trying to know this, whatever. Then I got d terribly disappointed in it, yeah? And I went back out, and then I crossed the line and there was no human power was going to relieve me of it, of this problem. Yeah, my mother couldn't, no one could. The state couldn't, no one could. And then it just went like a fucking forest fire uh, until it didn't. You know, and uh, I had given up all hope at one point because I spent two years and three months in a program, two years in one, three months in another, and. They were telling me the period of my crazy life was over, even though rather long, and it was going to be good from now on, and then I got loaded again when I graduated these places. It's very demoralizing, yeah? And so I gave it up, really, and I just decided I'm just going to try to stay loaded until I go to institution jails of death, you know? And uh, it was a regular day at the office. I was just, I came out of a blackout in an, in an, an unknown location with someone across me I didn't know and had drinking a bottle of vodka together and then I saw him as a bum and I felt he saw me as a bum and something stopped the self thing so to speak and uh, we call it the innermost it bypassed the head and just told me I was fucked and I got it you know and that I wasn't managerial quality and I got it and it's never been debated or reviewed ever since for 30-something years. So I, I didn't even know it, but I found out I have the ability to be convinced. And I was finally convinced of the facts of my life. Alcohol, I'm powerless over alcohol and drugs. If I ingest shit, they're going to take me over. Yeah? And my, my managing life causes my life to be unmanageable. I always ended up having to be managed by other people, either jail or institutions or whatever. And uh, it was amazing. I had no idea it could have ever happened. I'd given up all hope it would have ever happened, and yet I got struck sober. But when I got struck sober, it would have died in a day. I got introduced to a way of life that night. I, a woman made a deal with me. If you want to stay at my house, you've got to go to an AA meeting. I had no intention of going to AA meeting, but I needed a place to stay. And so I agreed, because the last time I had that deal, I made a two-year commitment. She's asking me for one hour. I said, I can do that on my fucking head, yeah. And she took me to that meeting, and I haven't been, I went on, I've been going ever since, 32 years. And without that way of life, that surrender, that fucking, the heavens that opened, would have been died on the vine in a couple of days the head would have regrouped and taken over again easily but a way of life was introduced and that way of life uh, 
allowed that germination, that seed of sobriety to germinate and, ex and really grow for 32 years. Fucking blows my mind. And I've never had a strong feeling uh, or thought about using or drinking, which that's all I had before. Or that's all that had me, was a strong feeling to escape and tons of thoughts about it, yeah? That's never come up for 32 years. What a fucking solution. It's all of that. The fellowship has a role because you'll get a sense of belonging and maybe you don't think you needed it, but man, it's really nice when you have it, yeah. And I mean, you've been starved of a lot of things the action figure needs here to have a sense of well-being, yeah? It needs a purpose, it needs this. And so what's so beautiful about, beautiful about recovery is, you know, what you call to be there was no value in your life. When surrendered over to the program, the program uses it to great value because it's used to help other people that suffer from the same tyranny you're under, yeah? So what you called was totally had no value whatsoever is put to great worth, yeah? And you just constantly see something doing for you what you couldn't do for yourself. Now, why do I call that in my limited way? That higher power, what is that? The essence of non-duality, yeah? But in movement, really, yes? And uh, I've seen it work so much in other people's lives, mine, and my whole life as an action figure is based on it. I have no fucking tools of, I didn't grow up learning how to live. You know, I was rabid when I was 13, yeah, yeah. So I learned how to live in recovery at the age of 36. <laughs> and I've wanted to get out of here since I was six every day. And now I know I never want to leave because I, I realize I've never been here. <laughs> yeah. Yes? Just, just stay, just be open to be used and something will show you, yeah. I have complete faith in it because I, not from an abstract belief, but by watching results. I've seen, I've had people talk to me for 15 minutes and basically after they talk, I said, yep, you're fucked. There's no way out, no way out. And yet a week or two later, Somehow it worked out. They got released from the court by the judge out of a miracle. They get one guy I worked with, he, he had a big black eye and he asked me to help him. And I said, well, tell me how you got the black eye. And he says, well, I robbed my, my roommate so I wanted to make it look like a burglary. So I hit myself with an iron, you know, <laughs> to look like I got punched out. I said, all right, bro, I'll work. And he was in a condition where he didn't have a job, he was estranged from his wife, couldn't see his kid, yeah, had a, what, a restraining order on him, and all he could hope for from that condition was maybe one day he could do like a drive-by and see his child. Well, he stayed, he just stayed sober, and then first he had 
he got to see her once a, a week for an hour with a sheriff and the mother. Then the mother dropped out, it was just a sheriff. Then it was three hours, no sheriff. Then he got her for the weekend and he, he ended up getting custody of that kid and meeting another woman and having another baby. Yeah, but the way he could see it was only this so small. But what, what was in store for him was so big. Fucking open up to that. Our way of thinking and seeing and perceiving and understanding is a very small frame. I want a, a power of its own understanding. I don't want a power of my understanding. Yeah? I want it to be revelatory. Just like I want to find out about what I am. I don't want to hear about what I am. I want to find out about what I am. I have the ability to enjoy peace of mind. Yeah? Because time does not have the influence it used to have on this action figure. I've realized most of the shit isn't happening, yeah? And this is happening. I'm not trying to get into the moment. It's based on I can never be out of the moment, yeah? All this came, yeah? It wasn't here. I didn't get it. It came through. I observed it, yeah? I observed it by its expression, yeah? Great things will come to pass, yeah? Surrender your role as mother, and you'll probably be great at mothering. Yeah. And if you can't surrender your role as mother, say, see, you're not that that can't surrender its role as mothering. Yeah. Because there is, you, there is a surrendering. Yeah. Your head will say you can't, but you're not your head. Yeah. You know, in Zen, they say the greatest mo aspect of mind is I don't know. Yeah, yeah. And really, I feel the greatest knowledge is to be on a need-to-know basis, really. Yeah? I don't need to know much, so I don't get much. Yeah? I don't go into mind candy about 20 dimensions. All I give a shit about is seeing what you're not, and then you find out everything else. Yeah? Maybe you're interested in these topics, maybe you're not. Yeah? But just... Get the horse, you know, it's not like get the horse in front of the cart. The horse is in front of the cart, but you're living as if the cart's in front of the horse. So just see so you're not that, that's buying that in, in interpretation, and you'll feel the horse in front of the cart. You'll see blue is blue and red is red, yeah? And you'll respond to the task at hand. I call it a seat assignment. If you have a seat assignment as a mother, you'll have the ability to fulfill that seat assignment. Like they say that statement about God, God will only give uh, you what you can handle. No, God will only give you what it can handle. Yeah? If you want to call it God. It will only give you what it can handle. It's not based on your cap capability, it's based on its capability. That's how I travel as an action figure. My whole thing of non-duality as an action figure is an artistic fucking project. I love it. I see it incredibly as a benign, unbelievable, win-win, inclusive juice. Is that true? It doesn't matter. It's true to this. And in this place that's not real, that's as real as anything else is. Yeah? That's my intimacy. As the action figure, how I feel about that which did for me what I couldn't do for myself, I feel such an intimacy of it, I would never even try to put it in words. Yeah? I, only, you know, 
you can only love the water as the hose can, yeah? And I have a lot of gratitude and honor for what this has done in my life and in other people's lives, yeah? I'm not going to cry. It's very moving to me because I've seen people who truly believe they were fucked, yeah? And they, that parasite may have had the most fervent wish for that to be true, and it got overrided by the power. Yeah. It got overrided by the power. Yeah. Yeah. So, I'm stoked. You can't believe it. Look, you know, who would have thought you would be in a post office in a pandemic with Zoom? And it just blows your mind. How can you not see the divine choreography? I mean, it's unmistakable. You couldn't have come up with these dance steps. It would become, it would become a rope dance, yeah? It's like if you made the, the clouds in the sky, there'd be only five versions of the clouds. Every day there's a new sky, every fucking minute. You catch the sunset, it's not there for five hours, it's changing for 10 minutes, everything's changing, and then you call it the sunset, but it was sunsetting for 30 minutes, going off. Everything is like this. Yeah? Yeah, I have a, truly I'm an art artist when it comes to this, trying to interpret what's moved through, and I've witnessed it in others. It's unbelievable. It's just, uh, and if it can't allow you to be okay, see, there's becoming unokay and then becoming okay, but there's an okayness underneath that. There is. Yeah. You know? So, yeah, that's it, I think. Eh? Everyone, I don't know what's going on. What's real or not? This zoom, this zoom, this zoom, zoom, zoom. <laughs> it's freaking crazy. I see, and then I see Matt, little squares. I'm familiar with these squares. Hello, everybody. Thanks so much for uh, supporting Zen Bishla. I appreciate it. Yeah? So we're going to end, I think, now? Yes? It never ends, does it? No. So, eh? I'm going to say hello and goodbye to everybody. Oh, there's Dania. Dania Houston? Houston? Nice to see you, honey. Mike, I can see you right over there. What are you saying, hon? Nice. Very nice. Richard, you don't keep the guns, put the guns in the drawer. You don't need them this week. Oh, okay. All right. Lee. Yep. DJ, DJ, nice to see you, Glenda. Glenda, we got Walter from uh, the Netherlands, Glenda from Ireland. Hey, Danya, where are you from? I'm here in Grass Valley. Oh, you're in Grass Valley? Yeah. A Grass Valley citizen. Hey, guys. All right, we got Lee, we got Glenda, Walter, nice to see you, Kenneth, nice to see you, Kenneth. Uh, Raven, once again, nice to see you, Raven. Bernice, pleasure, James, as always. We got Joseph, nice to see you, Joseph. How are you doing, all right? Yes, okay. 
We got Mark Vaccaro. Mark, nice to see you. Hank, nice to see you, Hank. Keith, that was a very nice share yesterday, Keith. Thank you. Of course, it wasn't Keith. K KP, nice to see you, KP. Uh, Carly and Daniel, nice to see you. Thank you so much. Raja Parani, nice to see you. Raja, are you one of the Zen bitch slappers from Portugal? No, he's from somewhere else. All right. Jossip, we got, uh, let's see, Kerry Klein, Christine, Joseph, Raja. We got uh, Christine, some anonymous people. All right, thank you everyone. Thanks for sticking with us. We'll be back to the regular Zooms this week. I'm going back into my sanctuary. Yeah. I'm gonna try to make up for the lack of social distancing. <laughs>